Hello, and welcome to Talking Blind. I am Zipporah, and this is Season 2, where we are living life and having fun in the areas of socialization, education, employment, assistive technology, children and family, and so much more. Please stay tuned for your up-and-coming episode. Hello, once again, it is Friday. I hope you have had a wonderful week and you're having an awesome day. We are going to get to our emails, our question and answer segment, and I have some announcements for you. So let's get right to it. Well, I hope you enjoyed um, meeting Beatrice from uh, the Las Vegas 2020s and now the Bobcats on the beat ball team. I hope you um, took the time to find out more about beat ball. And, um, you know, it was very nice to know that it doesn't matter what your age is, that you can get a team together and go out there and have a great time playing an adaptive version of baseball. So um, if you did not get a chance to see that clip, please go back and look at Live Life and Have Fun and Play Ball. It was um, very uh, interesting, you know, and we're going to have Miss Beatrice back on another later episode because she has a fiance and we're going to talk to them about blind love. So, um, you know, again, um, there are so many things out there that you can do. So you know, keep listening to this episode and I have a couple of extra uh, sports or events that you may want to try. Stay tuned. Email question and answer from talkingblind2020 at gmail.com. Okay, so on our email, I have gotten a question. I was asked, how do you feel things would be if, you know, everywhere you went, like your retail stores, um, your clothing stores, and places like that already had adaptive equipment You know, would that make it easier for the blind community to get jobs? Um, How do you think that, how do you feel about that? So, uh, I, I, the way I feel about that is that would be awesome. And, and to be honest with you, there are things that are out there that some of these um, retail stores are actually using that um, may just be adaptive for people um, with low vision or visually impaired. It's just that we may not know what kind of systems, like say for instance, Walmart. Um, we don't know what kind of system Walmart's running. I mean, I don't, I'm just going to say that I don't, but they can easily, um, get an adaptive, um, you know, um, cash register in there. For instance, the ones that a lot of the vendors use for the Randolph Shepard 
program. They all use accessible um, cash registers, uh, either um, cash registers that have things that are in large print or they're using, um, like I use the uh, square system that um, I use the iPad with. So Walmart can do that same thing. And, you know, when you swipe the product on the barcode thing, it, it brings it up. And it's just that simple. Um, I handle money. It's not like I just use debit cards for my transactions. There are money reading um, things out there where uh, I use, sometimes I just had my phone on. And because the money reader on my, my iPhone, literally you just wave the, the bill over it and it'll tell you exactly what it is. Um, so, you know, you have that capability. So, yeah, places like Walmart and things like that, uh, your local clothing stores and stuff, they can they can have things adapted. You know, um, the question also said, you know, would it, you know, wouldn't it be kind of awesome to have like the tags on uh, clothing and things accessible? That'd be awesome. I mean, even if all the co- car, um, the tags were already coded and you know, even if they weren't in Braille or something like that, I mean, yeah, that would be awesome if they were in Braille, but you know, there's quite a few people that don't read Braille that are visually impaired. Um, but if maybe they, the, all the barcodes actually made sense (laughs) to where I can come in with one of my barcode scanners or readers or something like that and, and, you know, hit the tag and it'll tell me automatically, like, this is a black shirt with, um, blue stripes, vertical, you know, that would be very <laughs> amazing. Um, and that, that technology is available, you know, but companies, you know, they don't, they don't view the visually impaired society as a, a big market. So they're not making those changes, but you know, that is, that's needed. That's very much needed. You know, uh, I will also say to that question, um, I will give it to restaurants though. You know, there are quite a few of your, your, your local, um, franchised restaurants like Denny's and Applebee's and, um, like the Olive Garden, you know, those kind of restaurants, um, that have Braille menus. So they're accessible in that sense. I have not yet, um, but I have never asked for one either. So they may even have it in large print. But most of my friends that are visually impaired that um, need something in large print, they usually just, you know, use their cell phones and, you know, zoom it in or they have a a handheld magnifier that they can use. So um, that would be great if those restaurants and those places like that don't have it uh, in large print. They may want to, you know, get a couple of large print menus because that's not just, you know, like I said, senior citizens, you know, the senior citizens, they order too. And I don't remember the senior citizen being in large print at all. Um, so, um, yes, everything would be much better for the blind community if, or the visual blind, visually impaired, um, however you want to look at it. Um, it would be so much better if society would already incorporate those things and we wouldn't have to fight as hard to, you know, get accessibility. Um, we fight every day to make sure that um, the websites are accessible. And we have so many websites that we go on 
and the screen readers don't act right in, in those websites. And that's because um, they're just not adding the simple coding that's needed. And organizations are still fighting. They're still monitoring um, websites to see if they're complying with accessibility. Again, um, there's amazing people out there that are doing coding and everything. And if some of these businesses just take two minutes, um, they'll have a a larger um, market because people like me that are totally blind and people that are low vision and have to use Zoom text and things like that could, um, could navigate their sites without any problems. So in the long run, they would actually make more money. I mean, you got to spend money to make money, right? <laughs> um, and I guess, you know, um, I guess that's about all I can say about that. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> so if you're out there and you you have a business or something, um, make it accessible. So I have another email and this one is once again, my personal. So, um, the email is basically saying, I notice in a lot of your episodes, you're always giggling. Is somebody messing with you while you're recording or is that something, a nervous tick? Okay, so, okay, there I go again. I'm laughing. Um, you know what? It is, um, it's, it's, I guess it's my, it is a mechanism. I guess it's a nervous mechanism. Um, I'm still new to this podcasting thing. I'm, I'm learning as I go. And sometimes when things get a little heavy for me when I'm talking and maybe I'm feeling like, what my content is just not what I want it to be. Or, um, sometimes, you know, I, I will giggle and it's just to kind of, you know, get me back in, in line and to lighten up a little bit. And then sometimes things are just funny. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a very humorous person. I like to laugh. I like to have a good time. Um, you know, I'm not always just stiff. Um, and when I say things that I think are funny, I'm going to laugh about them. So yeah, yeah, I'm quite sure I I laugh a lot in my episodes. Um, I laugh a lot in my day-to-day life. And like I said, these podcast episodes, they're not going to be perfect. They're just here to represent my life and also um, to just show blind and visually impaired individuals that there are, there's more out there. And so when I bring the content it it may not be like your normal podcast where you're getting the news and all that stuff and I'm not serious and it's not scripted it is me you get what you get and a lot of times you're gonna get giggles um so (laughs) and then the other part was um yeah I'm corny I thought that was funny so (laughs) um the other part of of the the question was um hold on let me go back and look at it Oh, 
Okay, exactly what I'm doing right now. How do, <laughs> um, it, it basically was talking about that um, I tend to sometimes talk faster and sometimes talk slower. And I don't know if I mentioned this before, but sometimes I am reading um, information from the computer. And so my, my speech may be a little slowed down because um, I'm listening to the um, audio from my computer and it's in my ear and then so I have to listen to it and then say what I have to say and repeat things that I'm reading step by step and then sometimes I have little notes that I jot down in braille and I am a a somewhat able to read braille but I'm not a a great braille reader as I used to be because I've used technology a lot so um my braille's a little slow and so sometimes I'll look at a word and then have to look at it twice before I even say what I I wanted to say. So in my episodes, yes, sometimes I'm slow talking and sometimes that's just my mood. Sometimes I'm just in that laid back, relaxed kind of mood. And most of the time I am, you know, just my normal jibber jabber self. But again, like I've said before, what you get is what you get. They're all of me. I have my laid-back personality, I have my upbeat and giggly personality, and, you know, you haven't quite seen my, ooh, my goodness, attitude, personality, (laughs) so, um, and I hope you never have to see that in this uh, podcast, but again, um, that's about it, so I hope I answered your question. I giggle because I think things are funny, and I giggle sometimes um, because I get nervous about um, what content or the fact that I'm saying um, um, a lot. So, again, that's me, and um, I talk slow sometimes because I'm, I'm reading, and I'm getting it kind of like a teleprompter in my ear. Please stay tuned for Talking Blind Announcements. This shout out is going to Miss Barbara Manuel, the Alabama State Affiliate President for the National Federation of the Blind. She is a very um, nice person. I have to say, uh, when I first got to Alabama. She's the first person I reached out to and she connected me with some blind and visually impaired people in my area to help me get adapted to this area and find things that are around me. And for that, I would like to say thank you. And also, um, I have to give her a shout out for the way she's been handling uh, the stay at home order for um, the people in, in the state of Alabama by offering the Zoom conference um, calls. They were going on every Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And now that they're starting to let people, um, some people go back to work and things like that, um, she scaled them down, but they're still going on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 p.m. And um, they have done all kinds of things from working out to... uh, learning self-defense to crafts. Um, They have casual discussions. Um, A matter of fact, they're going to be having one tonight 
um, at 7 p.m. It's going to be called a sip and chat is where you bring your favorite beverage. And it's just an open um, forum discussion. Uh, it's it's really fun. The last time they did um, uh, relationships, online dating and other um, relationships um, being blind. And I think tonight they're supposed to be doing um, incidences that have happened to you. I hope I got that right. But um, they're very informal and they're very fun. And it's just a way to kind of get a chance to hang out with people, even though you can't really hang out, you know. So here's the information to get connected um, via Zoom. So it's the the first one is going to be the... um, uh, the web um, information so that you can connect on an app. The other one is going to be the One Touch Mobile, which you have to have a link for that one. So just kind of ignore that one. And the last one is going to be the uh, direct dial in phone number and the access codes. You may join the meeting by using HTTPS slash slash Zoom slash J slash two five one six five six five one six five. Meeting ID 2516565165 or one tap mobile plus 1646876992325165665165 2516565165. number sign or dial 1646876992325 meeting code 2516565165 Okay, this information was sent to me from Anthony. He was saying that if you receive Medicaid or the equivalent of Medicaid, um, food stamps, WIC, anything um, of that nature, Amazon Prime is offering 50% off their services. So uh, the next time you're on Amazon, you may want to check that out. You may just be eligible for a discount. I've talked about singing and I've talked about beatball, but if you're sitting at home and you're just hanging out with your family and you want to play board games, there are board games that are adapted for the blind and visually impaired. There are large print games. Um, Scrabble is done in large print. They have Monopoly in Braille. Um, They have uh, adapted um, checkers and chest and uh, tic-tac-toe boards. They have um, adaptive um, electronic video games and electronic games that are, have voice um, over. There are um, large print and braille uh, playing cards. There's um, adaptive dominoes, or you can just buy the regular dominoes and you can fill the dots on those. Um, again, there's just so many different things that you can do at home with your family, you know, make up your own games, you know, (laughs) um, play word games. Those are always, um, good to play with your family and you don't have to be cited to, to play and participate in things like that. Um, again, or if you are an outdoorsy type person and you're looking for something else to do again, um, there are games like, um, um, tennis for the, um, blind or visually impaired, 
Um, there's um, gold ball. There's um, um, blind archery. There's blind kayaking. There's um, blind tandem bike riding. There's just a number of different things out there that you can still participate in. Just remember to just keep having fun. Well, I thank you for sticking around until the end. That has concluded our question and answer segment this week. I hope you enjoyed yourself because I know I did. Please continue to leave your questions on our message board here on the podcast or email me at talkingblind2020 at gmail.com. I look forward to you leaving your successes and the things that you are doing in the blind community so that I may showcase them on another podcast. Also, if you know of an agency or an organization that is doing things in the blind community, I would love to put those on a future podcast as well. The more information we can get in the hands of our blind people, the better our blind community will be. I thank you again for sharing this podcast with your friends and family and donating to keep the podcast going. I look forward to talking to you next week. Please have a wonderful and blessed weekend. Bye-bye.